It has become something of a joke among some of my closest friends that I am constantly quoting atheists or talking about atheists. Probably most notably would be the late Christopher Hitchens and the quite alive and lively, although rather monotone, Sam Harris. I was listening to Sam Harris yesterday. Sam Harris is an enigmatic atheist. He is an apologist and evangelist for his atheistic positions, but he is also an apologist for a rather heavy morality and even a spirituality. And he's very much into meaning seeking and mindfulness. Harris is a very religious atheist. Not surprisingly, I mean, I'm convinced that we are all religious by nature, much to the frustration, I think, to of a lot of atheists. But I was listening to Harris, and he spoke passionately, in his very monotonous sort of way, about spirituality and his conviction, faith really, that there is more to human consciousness than we understand. Of course, on this point, I wholly agree with him. But his faith that there is more to human consciousness than we might realize, it compels him to spend a considerable amount of energy and assets and time on meditation and mindfulness and promoting these ideas through his books and articles and podcasts and even technologies that he's helped to create and develop to help others to also do the same thing. Harris has a conviction. He has been convinced through personal experience, observation, maybe research, such that he has a firm belief. He has faith that has compelled him to act according to his belief to do something, to do quite a bit, actually. I was reading in Matthew chapter 9 this morning, And at the very beginning of the chapter, a group of individuals, Mark's gospel also records the same story as does Luke's gospel, but Mark's gospel tells us that it was four men. So this group of individuals, they brought to Jesus a man who was paralyzed so that presumably Jesus could heal the man. And the gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they each say that Jesus saw their faith. He saw the faith of these four men as they brought the paralyzed man, to him. A lot of people in our culture seem to think that faith is important, but for many, when they think about faith, they think of it as a mere mental thing. It is a mental assent or acknowledgement of an idea or a precept or a proposition. But really, faith, what we are convinced is true or we believe is right, should be associated with action. Faith must become active. And Matthew chapter 9 contains a number of stories that illustrate this reality. First, you have these four men who bring the paralyzed man to Jesus, and Jesus saw their faith. And then Jesus calls a man who actually would end up being the author of the Gospel of Matthew. He calls this man to follow him. And the man, Matthew, stood up, and followed him. So his belief, his faith 
in who Jesus was or his faith in Christ compelled him to act just like the four men who brought the paralyzed man to Jesus. Their, their belief caused them to do something and Matthew's faith caused him to get up and follow Jesus and leave his business behind. And then after that, a man whose 12-year-old daughter was sick and dying, she came, I'm sorry, he came to Jesus and he begged Jesus to come to lay his hands upon his 12-year-old daughter so that she could be healed and live. He was a, a ruler, you know, I think it's Mark's gospel tells us his name was Jairus and he was a ruler in the synagogue. So he's a, a Jewish man and he comes to Jesus in his faith compelled him to act and come to Jesus on behalf of his daughter. And then while Jesus was on his way to the man's home, a woman that had a hemorrhaging illness for 12 years, she was compelled to follow closely behind Jesus and then to reach out and to touch the hem of his garment because she said to herself, if only I may touch his garment, I will be healed. Her faith compelled her to do something, to act. And then two blind men followed after Jesus after he had healed Jairus's daughter, after the woman with the issue of blood had been healed, after Matthew had followed him, after the paralyzed man was healed. These two blind men come and they cry out after Jesus saying, son of David, have mercy on us. And Jesus asked them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? To which, of course, they said, yes, Lord. Now, obviously they did. They followed after him because they believed that he could help them. And so their belief compelled them to do something. And then their eyes were open. And then finally, as the close of Matthew 9 comes around, Jesus was leaving the town that he was in, Capernaum, I believe it was. And a man that was mute and demon-possessed was brought to him by another group of people, apparently, to be healed by Jesus. They brought the man to Jesus because their faith compelled them to act. Faith cannot merely be a mental acknowledgement of an idea or concept. That's not enough. Even if the idea or concept is true, each of the people in this passage in Matthew chapter 9, they believed that Jesus had the power or the authority to heal them. And he had much more power than just the power and authority to heal their illnesses and their issues, which is revealed actually in the very first story of the paralyzed man that was brought to Jesus. And as they brought the man to Jesus, his first response to the man was, son, your sins are forgiven. But that's a, that's a whole other story. But the people in this passage believed that Jesus had the power and the authority to heal them, which compelled them to act. In addition to um, finding Sam Harris kind of fascinating, I'm fascinated by uh, Harris's intellectual sparring partner, Jar Jordan Peterson. And Peterson is another enigmatic intellectual, but he appears to be something of a theist. Though he answers the question about belief in God in a way that sometimes frustrates the more, I guess you could say, orthodox believers. Many times Peterson has been asked about his belief in God and always he gives roughly the same answer. In fact, in an interview that he gave in August of 2018, he was asked by an interviewer on PBS, um, Margaret Hoover, and his, his answer is worth considering here. I'm not prepared to say things in any other way than I've already said them. You know, there 
it isn't obvious what belief means. People think that what they believe is what they say they believe. I don't believe that. I believe that what people believe is what they act out. And so I said, I act as if God exists. That's a sufficient statement as far as I'm concerned. I act as if God exists. That really is a thoughtful answer. And frankly, having been a Christian for really all of my life that I can remember and having served as a pastor for more than 21 years, I've interacted with too many that acknowledge a belief in God but live like practical atheists. So it's worth wrestling with this thought. You say that you believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and they tremble. But how has your faith affected your actions? Something to think about. We'll see you next time.